everyone and welcome to the year was the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party causing all your friends to question hey who invited you like seriously why are you here i'm your host michael montalvin for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes a day truly unique in this episode we examine the events that occurred october 27th look by this point we've all seen or at least heard of the story of alexander hamilton hamilton just you wait at least we know the abridged version by lin-manuel miranda and so allow me if you will to add more to that abridged history by adding in my own abridged history I'm not going to be rhyming or rapping, but we will look at a moment that Hamilton had a hand in. Today's episode begins with the American Revolution. The Revolutionary War for the United States had already begun due to a variety of reasons, in part due to the taxation of the Americas by the British government. The 13 colonies banded together to oppose acts like these with events such as the Boston Tea Party. Episode 95, December 16, 1773. Feeling the need to discuss what exactly was going on, the First Continental Congress was held in Philadelphia to set up a resistance. Equality was the theme, at least as much equality as the time would permit, and 13 colonies sent delegates to engage in free debates and as a result, the First Continental Congress walked away with the Declaration of Rights. This stated approximately that we are loyal to the British Crown, but you guys are kind of being dicks about the whole taxes thing, and you just can't do that. With this new Declaration of Rights in place, they then went back to acts of rebellion. In May of 1775, they had a reunion as the Second Continental Congress. This was, again, during the American Revolution. Only this time, instead of saying, hey, you're being a bit unfair, they again vowed their loyalty to the crown, but they also put in place a way to preserve their right to fight. They named George Washington commander-in-chief of the army and sent the Olive Branch petition to King George, which was rejected. The Olive Branch petition was a pledge of loyalty adopted as an attempt to avoid going to war, and as you can imagine, it didn't work. The Declaration of Independence was written and approved July 4, 1776. It was with this declaration that Congress was able to seek foreign aid, but they still struggled. The following year, 1777 for those keeping count, the Articles of Confederation was drafted and adopted. This document was the foundation for a national government. But it still had some issues. Most notably, according to history highlights, it established a largely decentralized government that put too much power in the hands of the states. There was no executive branch to this government, and legislation was often ineffective because ratification required unanimous consent and not just the majority vote. Seeing a need for change, the Federal Convention met and over the course of four months, delegates debated and compromised, and eventually walked out with the Constitution of 1787. 
The only thing to do now was to get everyone on board with this new system. The year was 1787, and on this day, October 27th, the Federalist Papers written by Alexander Hamilton, James Madison, and John Jay began to be published. This one isn't a spooky episode, unless you think the government is spooky, in which case, it's a very spooky episode. The Federalist Papers were a collection of essays written by three men that urged the ratification of the new United States Constitution. It was believed that the Constitution gave too much power to a centralized government while also taking away power from the states. This supposedly would greatly reduce individual freedoms, and the United States wouldn't be any better off than it was before. Madison, when responding to this criticism, would later write in Federalist Number 51, If angels were to govern men, neither external nor internal controls on government would be necessary. As a group, Hamilton, Madison, and Jay saw the benefits of this new constitution, and so they began writing in an effort to convince the people of New York that this new government and the new constitution would be better in part because of the checks and balances put into place by dividing the power between three branches of government. The three men all wrote under the name Publius. Hamilton and Madison were members of the Federalist Convention and wrote under this pen name so not to betray the confidentiality of the convention. And together, they would write a series of 85 essays that would appear in New York newspapers. According to the Khan Academy website, a few of the more prominent papers were Federalist Number 1, in which Hamilton pondered whether societies of men are really capable, or not, of establishing good government from reflection and choice, or whether they are forever destined to depend for their political constitutions on accident and force. Federalist number 10, which is the most famous of all the essays, and is the one in which Madison talks about how to prevent a rule by majority, and advocated for the expansion of the United States into a large commercial republic. Federalist number 39 and 51, in which Madison talks about the need for checks and balances, and the importance of the three branches of government. And Federalist number 84, in which Hamilton argues that the Bill of Rights could easily be used as a way to deny rights by only giving the rights expressly stated in such a bill. Of the 85 essays, although it is impossible to know for sure who wrote which ones, Hamilton wrote 51, Madison wrote 29, and John Jay wrote 5. The group was opposed, of course, by a group of anti-federalists, who banded together to write their own series of essays trying to attack the new constitution, but in the end, it just simply did not work. In the aftermath of the essays, the constitution, spoiler alert, was approved and would go into effect 1789. Madison would go on to draft a Bill of Rights by pushing Congress to amend the constitution several times within its first year. The Federalist Papers themselves were eventually published into two volumes and today are considered one of the most significant pieces of political philosophy produced by the Americans. 
That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Wow.